0: You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 26. In this episode, I'm doing honor coaching with Birgit Pestalozzi. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, uplevel your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In today's episode, I'm doing on-air coaching with Birgit Pestalozzi, who is in my SOMBA program. Brigitte is a relationship coach for successful female entrepreneurs who are looking for Mr. Right. Her challenge is that she's spending a lot of time on marketing activities and would like to reduce this time without being less effective at marketing her business. Brigitte is in stage one of the seven stages of profitable online business. Find out what stage your business is in and the show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forge last 26. I'm very excited to be here with Birgit Pestalozzi, who is in my Somba program. And even if it's an online program, we have actually met as I was speaking at an event in Zurich, and she was there too. So it's great to be with you, uh, Birgit. Thank
1: you. It's great to be with you, Sigrun. Um, Either online or offline, it's always a pleasure.
0: Okay, so we're doing on-air coaching and you have come with a challenge for us to work on. So, But before we dive into the challenge, describe your business briefly.
1: Sure. I'm, I'm helping women, mostly women, to find the love of their lives and to have a, a fulfilling relationship, a love relationship. And my, my key skill is to do that in a very time-efficient way and uh, to the point. So especially for busy, um, successful women to be efficient and effective on the approach of finding your love
0: great well that's a wonderful job you have <laughs> so what is the challenge so the challenge
1: is first of all um i'm very passionate about my business and i have lots of ideas and one challenge is to not uh, lose myself i i call it you know the, the shiny object syndrome to think okay let's let's do everything at once so the retreat a podcast and jumping around and at the end I don't do anything right but I'm very motivated and I want to bring my message out to the world I there's so much I want to give and can do and help and I think I'm maybe just over motivated and that distracts me from just focus on
0: one channel is it a visibility thing like you know I think we're all can have a long to do list and, and do many things and but what is ultimately what you want? Like what is the what is blocking you from achieving what you want? Like do you want to change your business? Are you doing one on one and want to go to groups or on, or or online courses or mm-hmm. is it about increasing your visibility? What is the essence of, of that challenge?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I think yeah it's a good point. So I, I do a one on one now one on one now. But I definitely wanna go into group coaching. And I just found out that I spent in order to build up my reputation, my visibility, as you said, as an expert, I need to spend so much time in marketing, in writing newsletters and just producing content um, before, to build up to build my list, to build my reputation up so that I can start launching a book program. And this brings me into a conflict because I spend so much time doing marketing. um, It takes time away from doing my essence, you know, like coaching and helping women.
0: Yeah. Okay, good. We got to the essence of the challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sometimes it's hard to describe really what is the core of our challenge. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we think it's something else. So yeah, it's ultimately you want to scale your business, but you feel marketing is taking too much of your time. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so I heard through your description before that possibly you've started to do too many things, podcast, blogging, something like that. I Mm -hmm. would just pick one thing for now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what is the one thing that lights you up the most and where you feel also you get the best connection to potential clients?
1: Well, okay, I found out um, I want to have a dialogue so the newsletter thing is, is somehow not really working with me. It's uh, one directional. And so whenever I have a dialogue, then that's when I come to my potential. That's when I'm motivated. So the Facebook group so far I'm running is that, that's um, yeah. That brings me into my zone. So dialogues back and forth and really communicating with my target group. That's the thing. See, I would love to be in, and I would love to come into a into a dialogue with my clients or potential clients. But then I jump into well, that maybe would mean like offline events. But then I think, okay, let's do a retreat. But then a retreat is takes so much time and energy to prepare for ten people joining. Then I think, okay,
0: maybe I should jump to webinars. That's why I I jump around all the time. Um, Yeah, yeah. I find it hard to maybe take a decision. Mm So I'll I'll caution you around retreats. I do retreats myself and they are not, well, at least in my case, they're not highly profitable. I think a retreat is an add-on to a very profitable business. It, it, unless you wanna do be the person that does many many retreats and uh, that becomes your core of your business, but that's probably not what you want. You want it probably as an as add on or to it's it's great to a deepening a relationship you already have. So in my case, the people who go on my retreat, I'm doing a retreat in a few weeks in Iceland, and the people going on that retreat, the women are everyone except one another client for another program. So the retreat is just a way to deepening that relationship you already have with the client. So it should not be that hard to sell once you finally decide to do it. But I don't think that's a priority. Like if you're really thinking of scaling right now, hold off with the retreat idea. Not, I'm not asking you to not do it, but more hold off with it because yes, it's a lot of work. And it doesn't bring in so much profit, you know. It's a costly venture. And yes, there are ways to do it cheaper, but the ways I do my retreats, it's so costly that, you know, it just, it's kind of break even or a little bit of a profit. So I think you need to pick one medium. I only have 30 blog posts. Imagine that after so many years in business and with this kind of a revenue, 30 blog posts sounds like what? Wow. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem. Good. It's not a problem. I'm glad you're yeah. here. <laughs> Uh So uh, you don't have to do everything. I think maybe there is some uh, misguided advice out there that you have to do blogging and podcasting and video. No, pick one thing that you enjoy doing and then that connects with your audience. I've had this discussion with podcasters that podcasting is a very good way to connect deeply with your audience. That's why I'm doing it too. But in your case, with love, I think that's even better. It's a kind of this, you know, you're in their ear and they're listening to you speaking. Uh, so if you enjoy that, then continue that. Now, there's a way to uh, get this on your blog without much effort. I'll tell you my recipe. I hired a show notes writer. A show note writer listens to my podcast and writes up summary of the podcast. It's not a blog post in that essence, but it's worthy enough that people know what the podcast is about and then they it's up to them to decide if they want to listen or not. By having a show note writer, and now she will be listening to me <laughs> talking about this, it saves me a lot of time. Like, of course, I could write my show notes myself, but it's something that I know I would procrastinate on. And if I already can anticipate it. I better outsource it and get someone else who does this a lot faster and more professional than I do.
1: Wow. Good idea. Definitely.
0: Uh-huh. It's not a big investment if you look at your own time. You know, If you could instead have a coaching client or record... Like I recorded seven episodes yesterday. I'm recording five today. Uh, it's, uh, I'm not really good at batching, but finally you know, having the right team in place enables me to do batching and then this whole thing of creating content and marketing becomes easy. Okay,
1: that sounds promising actually. Um, Do you then leverage whatever the show note writer produces on different
0: channels? So we are still in the beginning process, obviously, this is the first 100 episodes of my podcast, but we pretty much have a process and we're developing on optimizing that process. But let me talk about, for instance, what we did with the webinars. Not all of them, but I figured out that blogging was also something that I would constantly procrastinate on and feel like, even if I love writing, when I finally sit down and write, it just is something that I don't do so easily to get started. But webinars, I committed to weekly webinars and it was like, hey, no problem. I would sometimes prepare for hours, though, to really make sure I was a good uh, topic. Or if I knew I was teaching Facebook ads, I wrote down notes in 15 minutes and then I went live for an hour. So I got so kind of, it became probably what you experience with uh, reporters on the news, on TV, you know, like it becomes a part of their job. It was like webinars was my job and I needed less and less time to prepare, Now, I would have my team send out the replay. We would have a very clear and fast way how to send out an email with a replay. So I wasn't writing it. I wasn't sending it. And then one of my team members, my assistant, she took some of my best webinars, listened to them and wrote up a blog post and we published on my blog. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's efficiency. So... Mm -hmm. That's important for you to figure out where is a better use of your time, because you're the coach, you have the content ideas, but it doesn't mean that you have to write your own blog posts, doesn't mean that you have to figure out your own tweets, and there is a much more efficient way to do it. But pick a medium that you enjoy, that you think connects. Uh, You mentioned podcasting before, so if you're doing podcasting, maybe that's your thing, do you feel that's your thing?
1: Yes, I think that's my my thing, and combined maybe with the webinars, that would be I think a good combination. of webinars. Definitely not newsletter and blogging. Definitely not. Uh,
0: well, you gotta ha- send out some newsletter, but that can also be if you uh, have a, a show notes writer or someone summarizing your podcast. That same person or a VA could take the show notes and basically they're sending out. A summary of the show notes as an email to make people go and listen to your podcast. Right.
1: Um yeah. talking about getting help and um you know like VAs or a show not writer, do you think it's a is it a difficult process to find the right people or is it just a matter of scanning in the right way, briefing in the way right way?
0: So if I'm thinking of hiring someone on a team I often just ask around. Mm-hmm. The people that I've worked with either have come through my own community. So I would post in my Facebook group that I'm looking for someone and then I have uh, people apply. And out of the many, there might be one that I say, well, let's try this out. Also, I have found referrals to be best. So I let people know, maybe a good entrepreneur friend that I'm looking. And, you know, it's amazing when you decide... It, because you know you can have this wishful thinking that you would love to have a team but if you don't communicate it and put it out there you haven't really told the universe that you want yeah. the team members yes. yeah. mm-hmm. so if you decide you want help and you really kind of say okay I would love whatever two months from now that I have found the perfect virtual assistant okay you tell people about it you announce it and people start to maybe send you referrals and you start to do some work yourself. There are websites like Virtual Staff Finder where you can actually have people look for a VA for you. That's in the Philippines. Uh, there's Upwork where uh, freelancers uh, advertise their services. But honestly, referrals or somewhere from your communities might be the fastest way for you. Okay. Yeah? Goods. So that yes. is the way for you to scale, is to pick one medium and have outsource the content can be reused. And I think we have decided it's podcast, right?
1: Yes, definitely, it feels totally right, it feels good I'm, I'm now inspired and ready to go. It's, yeah.
0: It's, yeah. It's good. So how many hours will uh-huh. that save you to not do <laughs> everything <laughs> else? Uh-
1: Oh my gosh. Probably, I don't know, 20 hours a week, jumping back and forth. Um, yes. So it's, it feels just, it's not only hours, you know, it's also the quality of directing the focus onto into, into the, the right direction. And I think it's, it's just the synergy then when the energy, when it, then it's in flow. I mean, it's a flow, then everything else flows. So there's several benefits from having clarity. And thank you so much. Th- those, those few powerful questions from you, like going into the essence for me and asking what we prefer, finding out that I like to exchange.
0: If you crave exchange or engagement from your audience, we know that for podcasts, this is also a one directional medium, but uh, you're in mm-hmm. their ears. So the feeling from their side mm-hmm. is a strong connection even if they can't communicate yes, right yes, away it, mm-hmm. but you do have the Facebook group mm-hmm. and you can facilitate communication you can have people discuss episodes and you can get some mm-hmm. uh you know conversations going on in that community right yeah right. And,
1: uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. and for me it feels the, the imagining talking feels more like a conversation than writing so that's already connecting myself with my target group even though it's one directional but it's more it's definitely connecting talking Um into a microphone
0: and i can also
1: probably you know i can imagine inviting interview partners and that's where it also gets lively again so that
0: sounds great you're gonna not spend a lot of time on marketing you're going to spend very concentrated <laughs> time on marketing so that you can start to scale your business yeah. yes yeah great thank you for doing this on-air coaching call, Brigitte. and uh thank i will be you. watching you <laughs> okay
1: thank you so much that was super helpful thank you so much
0: Find out what stage your business is in out of the seven stages of profitable online business and the show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash 26. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.